Hi guys, I'm Lily and I'm the host for Talking Teens. Talking Teens is a podcast that talks about lots of different issues and adversity that teens face today. It gives tips and advice on how to deal with and overcome certain adversity, as well as being a podcast that teens feel they can relate to. I want teens to feel as if the issues they are going through matter. So sit back, relax and enjoy the next episode. Hi guys, welcome or welcome back to Talking Teens. Thank you so much for clicking onto this podcast. It really, really means a lot. This week, I am going to be talking about scoliosis. Now, this word may ring a bell to some people, may not, and that is okay. I'm going to explain what it is very soon. But I wanted to record this as... I want people to know what it is and I really want to spread the word. And I knew when I started this podcast that this was going to be an episode that I record. However, it just happens to be June, which is Scoliosis Awareness Month. And I honestly, I didn't think about it until like just now. I was like, oh my gosh, it's actually Scoliosis Awareness Month. What like perfect timing to do this, to do this podcast. Like, oh my gosh, I feel like it's just like perfect. Uh, I definitely wanted to do this episode early in starting my podcast as it makes more sense talking about other topics in future and like in future episodes um so yeah but how awesome is it that there is an awareness month for scoliosis um I'm if you can't tell I am so excited to record this right now as I am so passionate about talking about scoliosis and I've talked about it so many times on so many different platforms that I'm just yeah I I never get tired of it I love talking about it But I'm going to get straight into it. I'm going to be talking about my journey with scoliosis, what scoliosis is, what symptoms and signs to look out for for people who may think they have it, Um, advice to people who may be going through the same journey that I'm going through, and to let you all know that you should be spreading the word. So yeah, let's get started. First of all, (laughs) I do want to say that I actually have a YouTube channel and an Instagram page for scoliosis it's called simply lily and i started it when i found out i had scoliosis um and i explain it like in a visual way of what scoliosis is and all this stuff so if you guys would want to see it in a visual way as well go check that youtube channel out and go check the instagram out you can dm me on there as well and yeah but let's get started Okay, so scoliosis is a condition, and I don't, I really don't like that word condition, but it's a condition that people have, and basically it means that you have a curve in your spine. Um, so a typical spine, think of a typical spine, should be straight. So think of a straight spine. People who have scoliosis, their curve their spine, sorry, isn't straight. They have an S curve. So think of like the letter S, think of a straight spine, put it together, bam, you've got scoliosis, which is an S-shaped 
curve, an S-shaped spine. Now, there's different variations of that as everyone's curve is different and some is worse than others. Mine is mild-ish. So, um, yeah, it's not as like S-shaped. However, some people's is super S-shaped and super, not super, but like severe and worse than mine. But yeah, that's what it is. And I'm like using my hands right now to explain it, but you can't even see me using my hands. Um, but yeah, um, that's what it is. I found out I had scoliosis when I was in year seven. So I was 12 or 13. I think I was nearly turning 13. I can't exactly remember. But yeah, I was either 12 or 13. And I was experiencing back pain. So I, like I've said in other podcasts, I do cheerleading and the cheerle- I thought maybe I just had sprained a muscle or something in my back, kind of left it, then we, it wasn't going away, so then we thought, oh, maybe it's like a fracture. And so I went and got an x-ray and nothing popped up on the x-ray, uh, which sometimes fractures don't. But the guy who x-rayed my back said, oh, you've got some mild scoliosis. But he said it's super chill, so I didn't think it was a big deal. I didn't, like, really process it or, to be honest, even really care. I was like, okay, cool, no worries. Um, We then got an MRI and a bone scan as um, the fracture hadn't popped up in the x-ray. So we thought, oh, maybe it will pop up in an MRI or bone scan. So I went and had those and nothing popped up. Um, so we went and took, but we went and took all the results of those um, x-rays and MRIs and all that stuff to a specialist. And this specialist was recommended by a friend who had fractured her back and was seeing him. So I went to see him. He checked the results just to make sure and no, there was no fracture. However, he saw scoliosis. He measured the curve. They have like a tool that you can measure like the x-ray with to see the size of the curve. And he measured it and said that I was 19 degrees at the time. This is like two years ago. Wait. No, like nearly three years ago. Oh my gosh, I have to think about it. I'm in year 10 now. So like three years ago. Um... So, yeah, and he said it was 19 degrees, which isn't super bad at all. It was, like, mild, and, but he said I was a RISA zero. So, a RISA score is, like, how much growth you have left, and a zero means I have all my growth left. A five means I'm fully grown. So, I was a zero, which means I have all my growth left. And so I was like, okay, he was a bit worried, but not too worried. He was like, we're just going to have to monitor it as you have all your growth left. And when you grow, your spine grows, which means the curve can progress and get worse. And so he was like, okay, we're just going to have to monitor you. Come back in six months and we'll see how it is. Once again, I didn't like, I did think, okay, this is a little serious, but I didn't think of it too much I thought okay well I'm not you know 
needing surgery or anything, it's fine. But I was still getting their back pain. So at the time, a family friend had just opened her physio again. She used to be a physio and she had just opened her physio again. And so I went and saw her and I was her first patient and she gave me some core exercises that will help strengthen my core and help hold my spine. Um, so she gave me some exercises. I was doing those exercises every day and I was experiencing less and less back pain as the core was getting stronger, which meant I was able to hold my back and my posture better. I then kind of forgot I even had scoliosis because I wasn't experiencing the back pain and I was back cheerleading. I then get the x-rays, however, um, six months after, six months, because the six months was up, I got x-rays and went back to the specialist. So this was starting of year eight, six months. And he measured the curve once again and said, okay, it's gone up to 25 degrees so six degrees in six months which is a degree a month and that's that was progressing quite fast I was still a risk at zero which once again meant I had all my growing left so we were starting to get a little nervous it was like okay well if we leave this you're most likely going to need surgery if it's growing this fast so it was like you're going to need to be put into a brace I was like okay, a brace, that's not the best news, but I didn't really think a brace would be that bad. I was imagining a brace to be just a couple of pieces of fabric that like Velcro onto me and kind of just push my curve back straight. I didn't think it would be that bad. I didn't think it would affect me the way it did or anything. He then pulls a brace out and the brace was a Boston brace. Now, if anyone has a Boston brace, you'll know what they look like. But a Boston brace is, first of all, it's not made out of fabric. It's made out of plastic. It's like a certain plastic that is molded to fit your body. And it had Velcro straps that did up at the back. And the Boston brace kind of looks like a corset except it's made out of plastic and it's like rock hard like you can knock it and you can hear it knocking um you can hear a noise it's bulky but yeah apart from that like it kind of fits the same as a corset I looked at that and I was like that's not what I was thinking and I'm not wearing that no way I at the time was also not having a good year um yeah, I was not having a good year at all. The I had just like finished year seven and year seven was not a good year for me. I had schooling problems. I was having friend, friendship issues. I was, um, my mental health was not great. And so on top of that, having another obstacle, which was, was having to wear this brace, I was like, no way. Because I was so worried at the time of what people would think of me. I was a little insecure in that area. I was, I did worry so much about what people thought of me. And I was like, no way, I'm not wearing this plastic thing. I'd be the only one in the school having to wear this. I would have to wear different clothes and that's not happening. The uniform, I'd have to get bigger shirts and all that. I was like, no way, not happening. I hopped in the car after that appointment and 
obviously I told my mom everything like no way no way that's not happening and was like crying I was like no we have to figure out other options please I don't want to wear a brace no she understood by the way my dad was part of this whole thing as well he just didn't come to the appointments uh, because of work but I she understood she talked to my dad about it and they both understood and so we then started looking into other options we literally looked at every option possible so we went and saw someone who does their own type of brace and exercise program didn't really like them he said stuff about wearing the brace for a long period like a really long period of time and we're like no as well as the fact that it was quite expensive we then went and saw a guy who does a special therapy called trough therapy as well as at a certain degree um wearing a brace and he was cool I started doing the exercise program with him when I saw when I had that appointment he was cool I liked the exercise program but was not on board with the brace we then saw a guy who um was anti-brace anti-surgery unless you really needed it and had his own methods that he had come up with very smart guy very nice guy as well um however there was a lack of like evidence with it and it was just his own studies and everything that he had done. And because my progression rate was so high and because I had so much growing left, there were just a lot of risks with it. And my parents didn't want to take those risks, which I fully understand and do support. But I did like the guy because he was saying, oh, yeah, you won't need a brace. And I was like, yes, no brace. Um, but yeah. We then also went and saw another specialist just to get another opinion. I didn't really like him. He's very good at his job, um, but I just didn't really like him. So, yeah, I then knew in my mind, I knew in my head that I was like, you're going to need to wear a brace, but I didn't want to admit it because it was too hard for me to admit at the time to know that I would have to wear this big bulky piece of plastic. I was just to have to wear it to bed, to have to wear it to school, to have to change my clothing. Um, yeah, I was just like, no. But my parents sat me down and they said, look, you're going to have to wear the brace. And I knew it was coming. I just didn't want to think about it. I told them, yeah, I understand. I do get it. I did cry, obviously, because I didn't want to wear it. But I was like, yeah, I understand. We then took the steps to get the brace fitted. We went and saw a guy that the original specialist that I saw um, recommended. Um, he measured me up for a brace, which is pretty cool. He uses this like 3D laser on me and you can measure it, out, measure my body out by doing that, which is pretty cool because not many places do that. Um, if anyone's listening right now who has scoliosis and has to wear a brace, some of you have probably been casted which is how lots of people do have to get their braces by having a cast put on them and so you spend hours and you you're lying on this table and they stretch you out and they put a cast around you to get the mold of your brace of your body to make the brace so yeah <laughs> after that I then waited six weeks for the brace to be made and on top of that we then started while the brace was being made, we then started the program that I mentioned earlier called Shroth. Um, we went and saw the guy that 
we saw in the, the exercise program that I was saying I liked, um, he wasn't very close to home to where I lived, though. We had to travel an hour the, out to him and be there for two hours once a week. So it was like four hours out of our day going out there on top of school and my parents' work and sport and all that stuff um, to do this program. And obviously it was we were going to do it because we knew it was going to get the best results and we knew that it was going to be a good program to do. But doesn't make it any easier. So yeah, travelling out there. He was a he's a guru though, the guy who does it. Um he's like the best in New South Wales, maybe even I think Australia. He's very, very, very good at it. So yeah. Um However, it was getting hard, like, traveling out there. So we asked our physio, the lady who was giving me the core exercises, we asked her as she was, you know, her physio was getting bigger and she was getting, like, a little, you know, following and people were going. We asked, hey, can you come out and see this program that we do and maybe you can implement it at your physio so that I don't have to travel out an hour once a week spending four hours out of my day. She goes, yeah, sure. She comes out, looks at the program and goes, I can't do that. Like, I can't implement that. It's way more complicated than I thought. Um, however, you can't keep traveling an hour out there once a week, spending lots of your time doing that. So she booked a ticket and went over to New York for a level one course for learning the Schroth therapy for scoliosis. She was lucky enough to get in and she did it all for, basically all for me, which was amazing and thank you so much for that. I'm so grateful for that. Um, and yeah, she went over and did that. At that time, I went and got f- my my brace um, was made and I got the first fitting of the guy cutting it down, making sure it fit me perfectly and was I guess, comfortable enough, you know, <laughs> I don't know how comfortable a brace can be, but as comfortable as they could make it for me. And so I was starting to get used to the brace. I was building up my hours from wearing it to one hour to having to build it up to 18 hours. So that meant wearing it to bed, wearing it to school, wearing it out sometimes. Um, I wasn't getting to 18 hours very often, I'm not going to lie, I was only getting to 12, 14 hours, as I really didn't want to wear it to school, and I just didn't want to. I did, I did a few times, um, and, you know, I'm proud of myself for doing that, and I do think I could have done it more, however, I didn't, but having the program that I was doing on top of the brace definitely was helping implement the brace and implement the whole thing a bit more. By the way, the brace that I got fitted was not a Boston brace. It's one called the Rego Chenu brace. And this brace, it's a bit different to the Boston brace. It's definitely, it's still made from the same plastic. And it's still bulky and big, but it Velcros up at the front. And it goes up one arm, it goes down my hips. It kind of fits in different places. So, yeah. Um... I, but then I was getting used to that and then my physio got the 
the one who lives close to me got back and we started implementing it at that physio instead of me having to travel out far. I then kept doing it with her, building it up with her, going there once a week, as well as doing it at home every night for half an hour. So a big commitment. And there were a lot of tears. There were a lot of yelling, a lot of fights, a lot of just me hating it, wishing it was over. Just, yeah. Um, we went back six months after that. So this is the end of year eight I'm pretty sure the end of year eight yeah and they measured my curve and said it's gone down it went the specialist measured it and says it's I got more x-rays obviously that's how you measure it and they go it's gone down to 19 degrees so obviously the bracing and the shroth was working and it was awesome. We then made changes to the brace hours and all that. However, that didn't really work out. The brace then didn't fit me. And so I had to get a new brace um, as I grew out of my first one. And that brace wasn't fitting me. So I wasn't even wearing it to bed some nights as it was so uncomfortable. It would just push in places that were meant to push. It was hurting me. It was just not fitting right. If someone has a brace, you'll understand what I mean when your brace just doesn't fit right. And so, unfortunately, I was still doing the exercises and all that, but unfortunately, the curve had gone up again to 22 degrees during that time of me trying to figure out what was wrong with the brace and me not wearing it. So that meant year nine, like, yeah, like halfway through year nine. We found out it had gotten a little bit worse again. We then finally figured out what was wrong with the brace. We then just ended up making another new brace. So this was my third brace. And this one now, and this is the one I currently have now, and now fits me great. I was then building my hours back up, wearing it to bed, getting the hours I want, still doing the exercise program. And... That's where I'm at now. I'm in year 10 now and I'm still wearing the brace. Definitely a longer process than what we all thought. We all thought six months to a year would be maximum. Nearly three years later, I'm still wearing the brace. And I'm currently a RISA 3. So my growing is very slow. But yeah, um, that is my journey. That is where I am at now. And I... I'm much happier with it now. I There are times I did recently go through a little patch where I just was hating it again and just really over it all, over the whole, whole process. However, I am actually so thankful for this journey as I've grown so much from it and it's given me so many opportunities as well with it. Um, if it wasn't for scoliosis, I wouldn't love myself the way I do I wouldn't be as confident as I am now I wouldn't have the opportunity to even start this podcast with you guys and talk to you guys about this I wouldn't have been able to I wouldn't have even thought about volunteering for beautiful minds so going through this journey and me figuring out you know who I am through it and figuring out what really is important in life and what isn't and 
me maturing from the situation um and me becoming a better person has definitely been awesome and that's why I wouldn't change the journey I've going I'm gone th- going through so yeah there is a good outcome out of maybe a shitty situation um and that's really the moral of my journey my story is that yes the whole process was hard there were many tears but if it wasn't for it I wouldn't be who I am today so I'm definitely thankful for it and that's advice I give to people who may have be going through the same thing as me maybe needing surgery maybe finding out they just have scoliosis maybe people wearing a brace think of the positives think of um what's going to come out of it and try and just be as positive as you can if it's just one positive thing about the situation a day and you keep telling yourself that it will make a difference I understand it's hard. I understand how you're feeling. I do. And my DMs, like I said before, are always open. You can message me on Instagram. It's simply underscore underscore Lily and Lily is L-I-L-L-I. <laughs> Everyone doesn't know how to spell my name. Um, but yeah, my DMs are always open for anyone who may want to talk about it or are interested or, yeah, you know, have questions for scoliosis. But yeah, that's the advice I give. Just stay positive. Try and think of the positive things from it, the positive outcomes that it will have. And also talk to people. There's quite a few scoliosis um, groups all around the world called Curvy Girls. I am a part of one in Australia that does it um, for girls who have scoliosis, may wear a brace or may have had surgery. This just makes the... This just is a good support group for every for all the girls who feel like there's someone they can talk to. And yeah, so definitely talking to someone as well is another um another piece of advice I give. But now on to spreading the word. Please can people talk about this? Please can people spread the word? There used to be scoliosis screening in schools when most of our parents would have gone to school. Um, and they met meaning screening, meaning when they got their vaccinations in year seven, a lady came in or a man and they would screen you. They would make you bend over and they could see your shoulders and stuff and see if they're even or not even. And they can tell if you have scoliosis or not. And they give you brochures so you can take home and read about it. And there was a lot of awareness on it. Now we don't have any of that. There's no screening at schools. No one talks about it. And unfortunately, people, because there isn't any talk of it, people are finding out too late and having to end up having surgery. And I'm not, I keep saying surgery is a bad thing. It's not the best option. And I think ever, anyone can admit that. Um, obviously, it's definitely life-changing for some people for in a good way. However, it's still not the best option. And we don't want someone to have to get to that stage so I actually did a thing with the SBS world news um I did a little five minute like report on it and they did a little bit of filming and talked about scoliosis and getting the screening back there was a petition signed for it 
And yeah, we're trying to get scoliosis screening back. But in the meantime, while we're in the process of doing that, spread the word of scoliosis, especially in Scoliosis Awareness Month. Do what you can if it's over social media, if it's starting a support group, if it's just talking to teachers or friends at school. Do what you can. It's awesome. But that's all I have to say. Thank you so much for listening and I hopefully you got to the end of the episode. Hopefully you're still here and yeah, thank you so much and I will see you in my next episode. Bye.